We all have a story to tell, but what makes each one different is not how the story ends, but rather the place where it begins. This week, I got a sneak preview of the film Belfast, screened at the Music Box Theater on Southport, which is one of the highlights of the 57th Chicago International Film Festival. I confess I'm a huge fan of the film's writer-director, Sir Kenneth Branagh, who is present to introduce his semi-autobiographical film. At age 29, Branagh's directorial debut was Shakespeare's Henry V, which is one of my all-time favorite movies and all-time favorite Shakespeare performances by Branagh himself in the title role. Younger moviegoers might be more familiar with Branagh as the director of Marvel Studios' adaptation of the movie Thor, based on the popular comic book character starring Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman. This 2021 film, Belfast, is told from a nine-year-old boy's point of view, as his world is turned upside down by the 1969 religious and political turmoil of Northern Ireland that consumed his neighborhood and ultimately his innocence. Looking to cleanse the community. You wouldn't want to be the old man out in this street. Stand by to hear the rest of my review, followed by some pre-movie comments about the film from the writer-director himself, Sir Kenneth Branagh. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, bringing you podcast reviews and comments of film, live theater, music, and events taking place in Chicago from the perspective of those of us who live and work in the city. Between the 12th and 16th of August, 1969, there was an outbreak of political and sectarian violence in Northern Ireland, which is often seen as the beginning of the almost 30-year conflict known as the Troubles, which demanded an end to discrimination against Catholics and Irish nationalists. Besieged residents built barricades. The bloodiest clashes were in Belfast, where seven people were killed and hundreds wounded. Protesters clashed with both the police and with loyalists who attacked Catholic districts. Scores of homes and businesses were burnt out, most of them owned by Catholics, and thousands of families were driven from their homes. In the post-film interview, Branagh basically said that we all have a moment where we're forced to face the adult world, and this was his. Touch my family and I'll kill you. Was that our side that done all that? There is no our side and their side in our street. Well, there didn't used to be anyway. We're living in a civil war. This is the time to make a new start. Mama says if we went across the water, we wouldn't understand the way we talk. Shouldn't be a problem. I've been married to your granny for 50 years. I've never understood a word you said. <laughs> what do you want? I want you and my granny to come too. Superbly directed with an excellent cast that includes the acclaimed Dame Judi Dench as Granny, as well as newcomer Jude Hill as Buddy. The film switches back and forth between monochrome and color. The black and white provides the feeling of memory while using color to accent moments of heightened excitement. Belfast indeed has a very localized historical component, but U.S. audience members who came of age in the 1960s will recognize this film's sense of community that was mirrored in post-World War II mid-century America, then disrupted by our own social upheaval, precipitated by the rise of suburbia, the Vietnam War, changing racial dynamics, and changing moral values, also known as the generation gap, which for the most part was less violent, but nonetheless dramatically altered how we interact with each other within our communities. 
You know who you are. Your buddy from Belfast, where everybody knows you. The whole family looks out for you. Be good, son. If you can't be good, be, be careful. careful. And that thought will keep you safe. There's a scene in the film where Buddy and Granny go to see the play A Christmas Carol. I wonder now if Brano wasn't giving us a nod toward his own Scrooge-like experience as the film provides his personal opportunity to revisit and reimagine his own past. However, Belfast is not just a self-indulgent trip down memory lane, but offers a wider shared experience of the loss of innocence as well as our own nostalgic desire to relive the vivid yet simultaneously hazy scenes of youth. Belfast will only be seen in theaters on November 12, 2021. However, I'm sure you'll be able to find online versions available in the coming months. Running time is 97 minutes. My historical backstory was summarized from Wikipedia, where you can find additional information about the 1969 Northern Ireland riots. Let's take a few minutes now to hear Kenneth Branagh's comments, which I recorded live at the Music Box, where he talks about Chicago as well as his introduction of this very personal film, Belfast. The award is given for your extraordinary career of stellar performances, monumental adaptations, and a cinema that is defined by its artistry, heart, and its commitment. Thank you. We're proud to present you with the Artistic and Lifetime Achievement Award. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for that amazing uh, Chicago welcome. Uh, thank you, thank you. It is an amazing Chicago world. Thank you for watching that clip reel, which is the history of my waistline. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I should be, I mean, this is sort of overwhelming, but I should be, the tribute should be to you and to people like Mimi who put this amazing festival on in your beautiful city. And I mean that because, as you all know, we've had this incredibly uh, difficult time for so many people and uh, certainly for those of us who make films, uh, I unquestionably make films for you. You are the reason I make films. You are the completion of the process. And without you, there would be, I could make all the films in the world, but it, it matters to me. It matters to me that people see them. And we know also that at this time, it can be, frankly, it's still wonderful and amazing and strange to see quite so many people in one big room together staring at a big screen. And, um, uh, and I know that it can be a little nervous making, so I, I think that um, it's, it's so, but it's thrilling that the Chicago International Film Festival is on in person. It's amazing that you've made it here. It's full of fantastic films, so I'm particularly grateful that you've taken the trouble come and see this one and, and, and also be part of this for which I shall thank you uh, forevermore. But all of it is, as Shakespeare would put it, a good deed in a naughty world. So, so I thank you for that and, 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 and sincerely and this is just, I mean Chicago is just daftly generous. I mean I, I was here over 30 years ago at the Blackstone Theatre doing a couple of Shakespeare plays. In fact, I'll give you one quick insight into that. I had the best experience of playing Shakespeare ever in this city. 11 o'clock, 
generally across these two weeks, but there's one very memorable performance at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday morning. 1,000 Chicago school children who've been bussed in from public schools all over the all over the all over the city. And uh, I remember coming to the theatre and I opened the stage door, and the noise from the auditorium was unbelievable. It was like it was already riotous. Um, I thought. How's this going to go? Well, it went fantastically well. For me, it was like experiencing a proper Shakespearean audience. If we were any good, they listened with pin drop silence. If we were not any good, they made their feelings very, very clear. Uh, and right at the end, right at the end, there's, there's a moment when Puck uh, talks about the events of the play being uh, resolved, and she says, "Now the hungry lion roars." And as one, without rehearsal, a thousand kids went, Arr! and then and. and and the wolf behowls the moon. Oh! They all went. It was just absolutely brilliant. Kept us on our toes, kept us honest. It was a fantastic Chicago response, just like tonight. So you ain't changed. Thank you very much. Um, I said thank you so much for being here. After all that we've all been through, I cannot tell you how grateful I am to be in your company. As I mentioned, Chicago audiences have always been extremely generous to my work. The city uh, has so many great moments for me over the years as I've been able to visit and talk about films which you've been kind enough to see. It's a city which in my experience is throbbing with creativity, vitality and generosity. I love it and I'm honoured to be back. And as my mother would insist, I say thank you very much for having us. Um, thank you also to Universal Pictures and Focus Features for making our presence here possible. They've been the greatest possible partners in the, in the making of this film. They've made it better and we're grateful to them. Uh, and so to the film. Um, I grew up in a place uh, where it seemed to rain a lot. Uh, but there was plenty of sunshine in the hearts of the people. Uh, we laughed a lot about silly things. And uh, indeed, please feel free to laugh tonight if you are so moved. Uh, and we held each other when we cried about serious things. And generally, uh, as a community, uh, we were there for each other. Uh, and then, as they say, things changed. So what you're about to see is the story of something that happened to me when I was nine years old and which changed my life forever. Uh, and it also deeply affected many, many other people uh, in ways that reverberate to this very day. I've been waiting and wanting to tell this story uh, for 50 years, and over that time, repeatedly hearing the sound of this city and its people uh, making such sort of beautiful, cacophonous noise in my head. And at the beginning of the lockdown, for reasons that I think will probably become clear when you see the film, I knew that finally attention must be paid. So after uh, half a century, I listened and I wrote down what I heard. These events occurred in a great northern city on the island of Ireland a long time ago in a place called Belfast. Thank you. Hey, thanks to Cinema Chicago, the presenting organization of the Chicago International Film Festival, for providing access to the film, as well as their pre-screening and post-screening interviews.
This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, inviting you to listen to some of our other podcast film reviews and reminding you to please like, share, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast on our website at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com or wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts to be alerted when new content is added. As always, if you need audio or video assistance for your business or organization, check out RenoWeb.net. Bloody religion, that's a problem. Then why are you sending us to church? Because your granny would kill me if I didn't. Well, not death. Back here. <laughs> How could I leave Belfast? Everybody likes them and everybody looks after them. Belfast will still be here when you get back. Will you? I'm going nowhere you won't find me. The Irish were born for leaving. Otherwise, the rest of the world would have no pops. What do you want? I want my family with me. I want you. You know who you are. And wherever you go, and whatever you become, that'll always be the truth. Be good, son. If you can't be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. <laughs>